This is the Rabbit Rundown, presented by Jackrabbit Illustrated. And welcome back to the live Rabbit Rundown show. Again, I'm Jacob. This is Cody. Uh, we're here, you know, bringing you our final live show of the Summer League tournament uh, with a big championship win. Uh, everyone just, you know, everyone that was at the game or what was watching on TV saw the game, saw the win, and we're now, you know, get ready to go dancing. Yeah, let's freaking go! What a what a win uh, for the Jackrabbits in this one. Uh, just what a season by the the Jackrabbit men. Twenty one straight games. They haven't lost since December. I mean, just an incredible season. Uh, and and to top it off with such a great game, you knew it was going to come down. Uh, you know, to the wire with NDSU. It was going to be a battle. And they answered every punch NDSU threw at them. And they punched back. And, you know, they proved why they're the best team in the Summit League and one of the best mid-majors in all of college basketball. For sure. And, you know, I'm going to read through the stats here quick for, you know, SDSU, who did what. But we're going to go through some individual performances tonight. There's uh, some guys that we can't not spend hours talking about tonight the way they played. But we're going to start out here. Doug Wilson started out leading score, MVP of the Summit League Tournament, uh, uh, scored 21 points on 9 of 18 shooting. Zeke Mayo, huge game for him, 12 points. Um, 11 points for Baylor, 15 for Charlie Easley. Huge game for Charlie. Alex Arian with a solid 10 as well. Uh, only six bench points this game. You know, a couple injuries, big minutes from the starters, something they haven't really done all year. But, you know, just – Big performances from, you know, a couple guys, especially, you know, Doug played big, but, you know, a couple of unsung heroes, Zeke, Charlie, huge games. Alex, again, the vet. Um, Baylor hit a huge three to end the, you know, to really help keep things going there. Uh, I guess, Cody, you know, where should we start with all this? Um, I'll let you kind of take it away. Yeah, I mean, I think just going into some of these individual performances, Doug played like a former Summit League player of the year the best player in the Summit League probably right now. And he – I mean, he dominated the game in the post, especially at the beginning. Nothing was coming easy. They weren't calling fouls, but, he, you know, he kept – they kept battling and he was going at it. And, you know, if you look at the posts from NDSU, uh, Rocky had four points. Grant had 11. Like, he dominated down low. Uh, and he, you could tell from the start how bad he wanted this one. I know Baylor also, he didn't have his best night, but – you could tell, you know, when he got that kind of cheap foul diving after the loose ball in the, the first quarter, he set the tone that he's here to play. And then you got, you know, Alex, big game. He's played in, you know, as many Jackrabbit games as, as a lot of people in the, this program's history. He was, you know, his kind of crafty self. Um, you know, he was under control. And then Zeke, the stage could not have been bigger and he could have not risen to meet that occasion better. Um, you know, for a freshman, he looked like he had played in three Summit League championship games out there. He was just calm, cool, collected. So, you know, and then throw in everything that, you know, that the bench guys, you know, were able to do. Luke got hurt, uh, you know, a little bit there at the kind of partway through the second half. But just an incredible game, incredible team. Like I said, I'll probably say that 10 times tonight. Um, yeah, just it, it was awesome to watch. I mean, 10 all starters in double figures. Charlie, we didn't, you know, I missed him there. Probably the biggest game of his career, not necessarily scoring-wise, but just big moments. He was the one that came through. Um, and as a team, they only gave up four offensive rebounds. Two of those came on the same possession. They only turned the ball over five times. Like Coach Hendo said in the postgame, they won kind of 
the areas of the game they needed to. They out-rebounded them. They didn't turn the ball over. And in the end, they came out on top. For sure. And um, I want to start, you know, just specifically talk about easily 15 points, six, or five of six from the field, three of four from three, hit the last two free throws. You know, most fitting way probably to end it for him. Um, got that last rebound, kind of did the gritty. Then he went to the free throw line, knocked down two, got the, you know, the end of the game recognition. Um, sorry for any of you guys that bet five and a half. You would have lost. You got six at the push. Um, but, yeah, Charlie goes up there, hits two big free throws to end the game with, you know, 0.3 seconds left. But, you know, shot after shot tonight. They needed a bucket. It seemed like he was there. You know, only like I said, only uh, four total three-point shots he took. Three of them, you know, he made. Um, just, you know, wild game for him. You, I you know, going into this tournament, we got locked off the All Summit League team after the first show. Talked about how you know he had three steals on a block. Uh, second game, he was just in there gritty. He didn't have as many points, but you know, again, defensively matched matched up with the best player on uh, USD. Had a solid night defensively and offensively. This game, you know, does it on both ends. Um, big three or big you know pull up shot from the free throw line um, in like there in the game. Then goes down, draws a charge, gets the ball right back. Uh, just, you know, there's not enough good words you can say about Charlie Easley. Uh, we kept calling him Good Luck Chuck all weekend because every time he seemed to be making a play. You're um, calling him Good Luck Chuck. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm calling him Big Hup Chuck because <laughs> he makes big shots in the big moment. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, I had just in the notes I took in this game, I had Big Hup Chuck written down like three separate times just because when they needed a bucket, he was able to provide it. And I think that's one thing this team has done all year is – when other teams have gone on runs, they've been able to keep them to seven points, you know, maybe eight points, and then they respond with a run of themselves. And they've been so consistent and so good and not letting any games get away from them and just being in control. And, and that's a testament to, you know, probably how well connected they are as a team and how well coached they are and just how much they wanted it for each other. No, for sure. And, um, you know, Zeke, another big performance. He had two clutch free throws to really help separate again. Had a nice little uh, pull-up, a uh, little mid-range jump shot uh, to put him up four. Uh, just for a freshman, like you said, could not have been a bigger stage. And he answered the bell. You know, all four from three. But overall, was, you know, 12 points from a freshman in his first game. Um, the weight of the world, really, on the Jackrabbits at that point. Had won 21 straight or something like that at that point. Going into the championship game, they're the favorites. They need to win. They need to get that monkey up their back. You know, the freshman comes in. Maybe he's one of those guys that's just he's young. He doesn't know there should be pressure like that because he hasn't, you know, he wasn't part of that team three years ago that um, got eliminated in the first round or the part of the team last year that lost in the offensive rebound. But, uh, you know, he came in, he came up, hit cut shots, and really the trust uh, that Coach Hendo had in him to drop an inbound play that, you know, he's the second option. Obviously, trying to get into the vet, Alex Arians, who we can talk about here next, but, you know, the drew it up. He was the second option, got it, goes down, hits two free throws, acts like he's done it 100 times, and um, just a phenomenal game for him. And, you know, there's probably not enough good words you can say about Zeke as well. Yeah, Zeke, tremendous game from him. Uh, you know, we touched on that a couple times. I think one big thing, just as a team, in the post-game press conference, Hendo was talking about how much, you know, you know, they didn't really talk about it, but there was a lot of pressure on this team. They hadn't lost a conference game, a big winning streak, you know, there's always kind of the the, the whispers, when is the loss going to come? When is the loss going to come? And it never came, hasn't come yet. 
Um, and for, you know, Hendo to be able to, you know, in his third year, you know, get that NCAA tournament victory after winning three regular season titles, you know, that's a huge monkey off his back. Even if he wouldn't tell you it was on there, I'm sure, you know, th- there's fans that probably thought it should have been on there and, you know, probably undeservedly so, but just, yeah, for him to, to be able to lead this team and get that win. Um, and just for how well everyone on this team, you know, played their role and contributed. And it's probably one of the most fun teams anyone, you know, has ever watched if you're a Jackrabbit fan. So uh, just awesome game, awesome night. And it's not over yet. <laughs> Still got games to play. Um, yeah, like you said, it's just a lot, a lot of goat went into this weekend um, for the Jackrabbits. So much pressure. Guys like Alex Arian stepped up. I think Alex, I said it before the game. Or during the game, I believe Alex Arian started each game uh, with the first basket for the Jackrabbits. Um, just you know, the veteran presence he brings. He and Dentling are the only two players that have, were on the team the last time they you know made the uh, championship or you know made the tournament. Uh, they didn't play with those teams, but they they were on the team, so they were kind of the leaders. You know, probably in the locker room going into this. I know you asked Hendo about it afterwards in the uh, in the press conference, but. Just the you know contributions Matt um, and Alex kind of bring to the table uh, with this team, but Alex specifically because he plays so much. Um, just the leadership he brings on and off the court for them, uh, you know, calming them down. Seems like he's that level-headed kind of guy when team, you know when they need something to go. Who who takes takes that shot? Alex. It's, seems like a great uh, you know leader for the team. Yeah, I mean, I think there's leaders all over the court. They do it in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that all stems from probably Hendo and the confidence he puts in his guys. Um, and, yeah, I, I'm sure we could talk and sit here for another three hours talking about how close this game was, how awesome this game was. I mean, I know I had, you know, at the end of the game there, as NSU brought it close, my stomach was getting a little <laughs> tight. Like, I was I was a little nervous. You know, I, I felt like the Jackrabbits still could, you know, continue to do what they've done all year and find a way. Uh, but yeah, to say I wasn't a little bit nervous would be an understatement. Um, but yeah, the just awesome tournament. And the best thing is we got more games to play. The Jackrabbits are going to the NCAA tournament. They're going to probably be, you know, the, a 12 seed somewhere around there. And they're going to have a chance to knock off a team for the first time in program history. I mean, they've got the most wins they've ever had in program history. Why not go get, you know, the first W in the NCAA tournament? For sure, you know, we're not sure, obviously, what's going to end up happening with Selection Sunday and all that kind of stuff. But just overall, the way the team played, uh, you know, guys like Doug, MVP for a reason. He wasn't going to let them lose that game. But, yeah, that, you know, NDSU went down. I think they took their first lead with a couple of minutes left in the game. It's one of those things where in the back of your head, you'd be like, man, not this again. Let's This can't happen again. SDSU didn't let it happen. You took that stride. I believe that's when Charlie hit the two and the charge. Um, just great game overall. Uh, you know, you expect that when they play the Bison. Um, you know, obviously the Bison, uh, probably losing a few guys this year after the season. You know, Hendo talks phenomenally of uh, Coach Richmond. Um, over there at or not Richmond, wow. Well, um, yeah, Coach Richmond. Richmond. Okay, I have a brain for it there. Uh, over at NDSU, so obviously a phenomenal program. They're always in the championship for a reason, it seems. So. Uh, no surprise that it was against them, and it was a phenomenal game because of it. But uh, still, you know, kind of got some of the uh, jitters from after that game. Yeah, 
Um, and going into kind of Selection Sunday, we do have quick comment here. Joe Lunardi has SDSU as, as the 12 seed against Alabama and Portland. I don't see Alabama being an opponent because of playing during the season. Uh, where you guys see the seed being, you know, what's their ceiling, what's the floor. Um, I agree they can't play Alabama. Uh, that's probably an overlook by uh, Joe Lunardi. Um, but because they played in the regular season, they can't play in the first round. I do think the 12 seed is probably where mm-hmm. they're going to be. It's I would say it's pretty locked in to, to a 12 seed. We're going to have to see, you know, how the rest of these championships uh, go for the conference tournaments. But I think 12 seed is probably, you know, exactly where they're going to be. Maybe a chance to get an 11. I don't see him probably slip into a 13. What about you, Jacob? 11, you know, that's – you're hoping for an 11 if they would – something would happen with, uh, you know, a bunch of lower seeds winning their conference tournaments that were expected. You know, Wright State, I I don't know where Wright State ranks in the whole thing, but they were the four seed one out of the horizon. Um, yeah, just, you know, conference tournaments, if you want a higher seed, I guess, at this point, hope for eight seeds to win everybody else's conference tournament. Bump us up a few levels. So 11 seeds definitely the max. 13, I don't see a 13 happening, but – um, if it keeps us out of Portland, all for it, I guess. Um, just don't want that. That's a drive. Um, yeah, we're, we're uh, <laughs> rooting against Portland as a podcast. We've talked yeah. a little bit uh, kind of off the podcast about the potential locations. Um, and Portland is probably not where we want to be. But, hey, we'll take we'll take an NCAA tournament berth no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, right now I'd say it's probably looking like Portland, Milwaukee, and Pittsburgh are the – or Portland, Pittsburgh, and Buffalo – are the most possible locations. Milwaukee's kind of out of the question now. It was looking like there was a chance for that. But um, some other questions we have here. Could you talk on how special this team is and how they have all the pieces they need to make a deep run? I'm assuming you're talking about NCAA tournament run. Um, I mean, I think when you're the best three-point shooting team in the country, the best effective field goal percentage shooting team in the country, they have the offense to compete you know, with any team in the country. That's that's no question. Um, their defense has improved steadily throughout the year, and I think that's probably, you know, if they get a favorable matchup with a team that won't dominate them physically inside or on the glass, I think they have a real shot to, to get that first program victory and maybe make a run to the Sweet 16 like Oral Roberts. We've seen it out of the summit before. You know, they have a player, multiple players, like a Max Aismas and Kevin O'Banner that can kind of, take over games if they need to. And I mean, they've won 21 games in a row. It's the most in the country right now. So hard to say that there isn't a chance that they, you know, make a one or two game run, you know, anything deeper than that. That's just kind of icing on the cake at this point, (laughs) but we'll take it, uh, you know, as a coach speak would say one game at a time. Yep. And, you know, talking to pieces, you obviously hope we saw Luke Apple only got 10 minutes tonight. I got hurt sometime in the first half. I believe tried to cut it out a little bit. Second half, didn't come back into the game. Uh, obviously, you want a guy like that back uh, for that run because, you know, him, Doug, Matt, they, they you know, play off each other so well. Uh, three different big men, all play with different skill sets. Luke's kind of that bruiser down low that they need. So hopefully Luke's back. Obviously, they trust Matt. Matt started this year. Um, but, you know, hoping Luke gets back healthy because that will be a big piece going, you know, forward in this tournament for the Jacks. Yeah, and it's, it's really kind of depend on that matchup. So we'll just get to enjoy this one. And, you know, uh, wait until Selection Sunday, see where we're going to end up, where we're going to play. But, um, you know, th- the pieces are there. Uh, I, they've shown how connected they are as a team. 
teams like that often make deep runs in March. You know, mm-hmm. the teams that are the most selfless, they have a star player that can take over a game. That's a you know kind of another thing you need in the turn in the NCAA tournament. And you know, it's uh, they're going to be a popular, trendy upset pick, I think, especially if they get that five twelve matchup. So they'll probably have a lot of fans rooting for them. <laughs> you know, pseudo fans that are joining the bandwagon. But yeah, you know, it's it's always great when you make the tournament. It gives you know everybody else in the country a chance to uh, you know see the Jackrabbits play. See the style of basketball. I think, you know, SCSU, as we all know, has a very fun style of basketball to watch. Uh, you know, they really embrace this environment today. Um, hopefully, you know, when they go to the tournament, I think there will be a lot of SCSU fans that follow. Hopefully, you know, the fans there, uh, generally, the, you know, the lower seed like that, you know, the higher, I guess, depending on how you look at a higher lower, gets everybody but that, uh, you know, the host team to really uh, get behind them. So, Really, you know, fingers crossed, hoping that they get a favorable matchup. You know, a team that's not going to maybe, quote-unquote, out-athlete them. Um, but, if, you know, no matter who they play, uh, you know, the offense shows up for the Jacks. There isn't a team in the country that wouldn't be worried facing them. Um, they, you know, they have different styles, different players at every position that can cause issues. So, yeah, it's they got the pieces, like we said, for a run, and I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, it's just uh... – it's incredible. And, you know, this more of a comment here, but let's go dance. And that's exactly right. Um, what a game from Charlie. Also, Doug playing through a migraine. That was something I wasn't even aware of. They must have said mm-hmm. it on the broadcast. Um, but, you know, Zeke Mayo coming in clutch. Um, yeah, exciting time, exciting, you know, pieces in this game that all contributed in different ways to, to make it happen. Uh, we already kind of talked about all those pieces, but – I mean, we could spend a lot of more time talking about how well they've played just in this game and all season. Um, but, yeah, it's it's almost you, – you don't know what to say when the team has won 21 games in a row and they're going to the tournament. Just yeah, exhilarating, you know. Yeah, it's – yeah, again, it's one of those things where we're, they won so many games in a row. December 15th is the last they lost a basketball game, which is wild to think about, um, you know, and – that loss was a Missouri State they lost to. Um, you know, could have derailed, you know, the way they went into the non-con or into the conference play because they'd just come off a big win against Washington State, come back lose to Missouri State, you know, just that could have been like, ah, here we go again. You know, that's a loss. But they went in, you know, beat Kansas City, beat Oral Roberts, and just kept piling win after win on after win on 21 straight, some of the champions. Um, you know, first time in three years going back to the dance. Just a lot of excitement going on with this team. And um, like I said, Sunday is going to be a big day for Jackrabbit fans because it's going to be a lot of news out there. Hopefully we get some good, you know, good seating, good location. And we can kind of go from there. Yeah. I mean, no matter what, who getting to see, you know, your team, you know, when SDSU pops up on the uh, the bracket, that that's always a great feeling. Um, and, you know, we've, we've felt it before as Jackrabbit fans, but it's been a bit. <laughs> so – Good to get back. Um, yeah, good to get back. And another chance. I know Jacob said, you know, get in front of a national stage after Sports Center tonight. I think we still need to uh, <laughs> push the right SDSU and who South Dakota State is because they got it confused once again with San Diego State. Um, so just another chance to finally hopefully get everyone on the same page of who SDSU is. Yeah, SVP kind of made that joke. He just, I don't know what else to do. We should know. But yeah, that was. We got SVP back on the hat, so I guess all publicity is good publicity. 
Uh, you know, they throw San Diego State up there again. San Diego's a city, not even a state, whatever. Uh, but, you know, he wore the, the net hat still. So probably keeps that under his desk just in case that things like this happen. And threw it on. It was great. So um, good to see, you know, SVP. Hopefully he's going to be out there picking SDSU in his brackets. Uh, maybe we'll be pulling somebody on uh, to talk about him. Uh, but, yeah, it's exciting time. Uh, national stage, you're going to see the SDSU here. And uh, I think we're all excited about that. Yeah, and kind of a, a weird transition, I guess. <laughs> There's not too much else to talk about with the men's game. Uh, obviously, it was an awesome game. Women's game earlier today, it was a great environment. Me and Jake were both there. Um, and it just didn't quite turn out how, how we wanted it to. Um, you know, it was a hard-fought game, extremely physical. Mm-hmm. They, you know, played their tails off, but they just couldn't quite buy a bucket when they needed to. They couldn't quite get over the hump. You know, at, it was mo- for most of the game, it was, you know, a six-point lead, four-point lead that they were trying to overcome there in the second half, but it felt more like 10 just because of how hard the buckets were coming. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they're, they're going to have a little bit better shot uh, to make the tournament as an at-large than the men would. So um, while it, it is, you know, disappointing that they weren't able to, you know, get us two for two on Championship Tuesday, mm-hmm. um, they still are going to have, some, you know, a chance here uh, to, to make the NCAA tournament. And if not, they have to be one of the highest NIT Yep. teams and you know get to host some games and get a chance to run through that tournament yeah that was what's so big about being the you know winning the summer league and technically getting the one seed is they are now you know automatically invited to the nit tournament so even if they would obviously we'd rather just be in the normal tournament so hopefully that happens on sunday we find that out but um you know just the, the team this year obviously at the end the baskets are sort of falling the lid was on the hoop for him for most of the most of the game you know a lot of players struggled just you know, speaks how good SD or USD was defensively tonight. But um, yeah, we you know we sat in the press conference after the game with and AJ was talking and honestly got choked up uh, talking about the team. Uh, you know they've gone through so much this year. Uh, you know with the injuries, with you know down in Florida the stuff happening, um, with just the way the team's kind of grown. Uh, then the injury to Page right before the tournament. Just everything that's happened to the team, they still found a way to make it to the finals. And really compete the entire game today. They, they, you know, defensively they played phenomenal. As AJ said in the press conference, fifty percent of their team or the way they played today should have won that game. Uh, offensively, that fifty percent didn't. But you know that's why they ended up losing. But holding USD to fifty six points, you, that's a recipe for success. Just you know the buckets didn't fall this time. Yeah, and it, you know I think the the page injury as late as it happened in the season, and then also just you know, what she brings to that matchup with USD definitely hurt. Um, you know, and I think she was probably would be the first to tell you that she wishes she could have been out there. I mean, you could see on the bench that she just, you know, she's a gamer, she's competitive. She wanted to be out there helping her team. Um, you know, unfortunately she wasn't able to do that, but they still, they, they competed well enough and played defense well enough to win this game. They mm-hmm. just couldn't quite find the rhythm they needed on offense. Um, but I, I think if, if you're a, if committee member, for the NCAA tournament, you would see that this team has won, I think, like 20 of their last 22 games, two losses coming to the same team that's mm-hmm. going to be in the tournament. So uh, I think th- they have, they have, especially with the non-conference schedule, how tough that was, they have the recipe to, to maybe sneak in. And mm-hmm. maybe they get to be in the first ever first four on the women's side. 
Yep. You know, the women's uh, field has expanded to 68 teams. They're doing the first four just like on the men's side. So they might get the chance to, uh, you know, be a part of that and get another program victory. No, for sure. And, you know, if, um, you know, the men – or with the women, excuse me, uh, we talked about the men. You want all the – you know, the, maybe the higher seeds to to win so that the men move up in the seeding. With the women, we're cheering for all one seeds across the board. You want it chalky as chalk can be. Um that way, you know, the women get that extra large bid. You don't want any bid stealers uh, in those. So when you're watching other tournaments, that's who you're cheering for, those one seeds. But, yeah, um, you know, Tylee uh, played a phenomenal game, uh, 15 points in this one, leading score for the Jacks. Really went out, uh, you know, played probably your best game of the tournament um, in this one. And uh, you got in foul trouble early and, you know, had some time to rest in the second quarter. And third quarter came out firing, had five quick points. Really got some momentum going, but the Jacks just couldn't capitalize, couldn't take the next step. Peyton, uh, you know, also had a huge game. Uh, four straight three-pointers, I think, to start the game. Ended up going four of ten. You know, a little bit of fatigue with some extra minutes being added in there. Probably caught up to her. But overall, like you said, I, I think the girls deserve a chance to make be in the dance, whether it's that first four in, whether it's the last spot. You know, I think they deserve to be in there. Hopefully the committee sees it that way. You never know with, you know, how they view – some of the league basketball, how they view, you know, SDSU. Maybe they still have a little bit of good karma built up from a Sweet 16 run that the tournament's like, or the committee's like, oh, South Dakota State, yes, let's get them in there. Um, guessing it would be without Paige Meyer. But, you know, the way this team's played this year, the things they've gone through, obviously the committee doesn't know what they've all gone through, but uh, it would be great to see them, you know, make the tournament and uh, have a chance to make a run as well. Yeah, and – you know, with the men, we're waiting for seating, seeing where we're going. The women, it's just probably an anxiety-filled next couple <laughs> of days, uh, waiting to see if they're going to get in. Um, but there's probably – I mean, we could dive more into the X's and O's of the women's matchup, but it's probably not not worth it to go into that um, <laughs> and focus more on the fact that the men are going dancing and, yep. you know – it, it, it was a lot of positives out of today, no matter what. Yeah, exactly. Great atmosphere the entire weekend. SDC fans really showed up. Um, you know, it, it definitely looked like a uh, fan base that had, you know, was disappointed last year. They weren't allowed to attend this year. Really filled up the Premier Center every time SDSU played. Um, I never saw the attendance numbers for tonight, but. I know um, it was overall the second most attended tournament in history. Yeah. So I'm guessing tonight's numbers were just up there as well. Um, you know, I know when I walked into the Denny, the entire box office lobby was filled. Student line was all the way back. I know the students filled up both student sections, really. Um, really, you know, it stunk that they weren't able to storm the court. Um, that would have been, you know, a sight. Just the amount of students coming from both sides. Um, you know, I saw, you know, Doug got to embrace it with his kids. You know, he, he really took it in. You know, I asked him at the press conference what it felt like. You know, you could tell he was happy to be there, happy for that to happen. Um, that's what he came to FCSU for three years ago. Um, it's been three years. <laughs> it seems like forever. But, uh, but, yeah, you know, a lot of great things from this uh, this weekend of basketball. And, uh, you know, we still got some to go. And hopefully, you know, a couple more wins coming from it. Yeah, and just to kind of bookend what you said there, Jacob, I know uh, we were talking to an NBA scout actually on the Sunday night um, that was sitting next to us, and he was talking about how – impressive he thought this tournament was and how impressive the SSU fan base specifically was. He's like, you guys show up. I mean, and that's true. Jack Rabbit Nation always shows up. 
needed needed probably all the support we that the men's team could get uh, tonight, uh, kind of help create that environment. And yeah, it's just a, a little bit of a waiting game now, but um, you know, mostly it should hopefully be a, a good waiting game, reason to celebrate. Um, and I think for us, we're gonna kind of play by ear to see what our, our schedule is this week in terms of a uh, another show. We've obviously done these live recaps. We'll kind of wait and see maybe what happens this week and then just Selection Sunday before we figure out. But we should have an episode uh, next week for sure, uh, previewing whoever the, the men are going to play and then potentially also, you know, who the women might be playing. But anything else, Jacob? No, I think, you know, from both of us, we got to thank – I don't – obviously not going to be listening, but uh, Ryan Powell and Summer League for credentialing us this weekend. They did, definitely did not have to. Um, you know, first time we applied, they let us in. Don't know why they let us in, but they did. So uh, we'll definitely be thanking them again. But uh, just overall, this great season. Um, still going, but great tournament. And, uh, yeah, like Cody said, we'll probably be putting out our next episode or actual episode next week. Uh, hopefully get a player or two on for an interview. Um, hopefully have a location to talk or we will have a location to talk about. So that'll be great. Our next episode, at least one spot we're going to be talking about who we're playing, what, we're, what the plan is, that kind of stuff. Um, other than that, just, you know, follow us at the rabbit rundown, uh, but you know, like Jackrabbit illustrated YouTube and Facebook. So when we go live, you know, um, if you know, we do go to the tournament, we probably might do another live show who knows. Uh, but yeah, we will keep you guys updated with our plans, you know, what plans of the show will be here. Um, and yeah. And yeah, just thanks to all the listeners too, all mm-hmm. season. Uh, we've definitely grown the amount of listeners we've had and, we had some interactions at the Summer League tournament with some people that said, you know, thanks for doing this. And that means a lot to us. Uh, you know, we just kind of do this because it's fun, but it's <laughs> also nice to hear uh, that people enjoy it. So uh, thanks to you guys for listening and following on Twitter and listening to the live shows. But uh, we're not done yet. We got more to do. So, no, for sure. And we will be back uh, next Wednesday. We'll drop our normal episode. Until then, like we said, follow us on Rabbit Rundown on Twitter. We will see you guys next week. Mm-hmm.